Carl, good to see you. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10, 9. Episode number 71. It is your boy, your favorite host, the kid. Hold up what podcast you already know. Make some noise. We are back from a long four day weekend, five day weekend for some people, including myself, which we'll get on to in a little bit. I know it's been a minute. We didn't record. I think the last one we recorded was last Thursday before the holiday. Friday was a little bit of a travel day. Had to go home to uh, Fantasy Draft, which we're going to get into in a little bit. And then, of course, Labor Day and uh, all the things that go along with Labor Day. So we're going to get into it. But first, as always, like you're accustomed to, we're doing September 4th, September 6th. <laughs> Sorry. This date in history, September 6th. History has its eyes September 6th, 1901. President William McKinley was shot by anarchist Leon. I'm going to butcher the shit out of this name. Zolgoj, Zolgoj, Zolgoj. I'm going to go with that. C-Z-O-L-G-O-S-Z, Sholjoz, something like that. President William McKinley was attending the Pan American Exposition in Buffalo, New York, when he was shot by Leon. McKinley initially survived the shooting, but died eight days later due to gangrene caused by his wounds. This event took this event shook the nation and led to the immediate swearing in of Vice President Theodore Roosevelt. Teddy. This led to elevated security concerns. The assassin the assassination raised concerns about the safety of public officials and led to increased security measures. Shift in presidency. The incident led to Theodore Roosevelt. Teddy taking office, which subsequently brought about progressive reforms. The assassination influenced public perception about anarchists and led to a crackdown on radical groups. Of course, they always got to blame somebody, right? Now it's the terrorists and it's ISIS and it's the transgender folks that get you. History has its eyes on me. So over this past weekend, we celebrated Labor Day. And Labor Day is obviously a federal holiday, but it's also one of those holidays that signifies uh, the end of summer. I guess not one of them. It is the one that signifies the end of summer. There's certain holidays that you associate um, with times of the year, right? Christmas is winter. I'd say Thanksgiving and Christmas is winter. I'd say no, Chris. Thanksgiving's I get is like the the end of fall, so I guess that would be the beginning of winter. But Christmas is like the winter holiday, you know. But it's not really signifying it's winter time. It's just winter time around then. Cinco de Mayo, which is not a, an American holiday, however, it's the the Mexican Revolution Day. It's their July Fourth, I think. Could have that completely wrong, but we're going to continue to move on and not harp on the fact. But for me, Cinco de Mayo signifies the end of spring, and then later in the month, Memorial Day is the start of summer. And obviously, July 4th is in the summer, but it's not the start of summer. It's just summer. But Labor Day is the, for me at least, and it's probably for most people, that summer's come to an end. Although it was 95 degrees today, and tomorrow is supposed to be like 98. So it's not really over yet. But the kids went back to school today. I know that because I was stuck behind a bus to and from work. All the teachers on social media are bitching and complaining after having two and a half months off. 
And they also have, I think, a four-day week coming up. So get with the program. You know, we've all done it. We've all been working this whole time. Time to get back into it. So Labor Day, right? What is it? Why do we celebrate it? And it's in the name. So we're not going to harp on it too much. And no, it is not about women going into labor. That would be a weird holiday. Labor Day originated in the late 19th century as a tribute to contributions and achievements of American workers. It began as a workers' holiday and initially organized and advocated by labor unions. It was first celebrated on September 5th, 1882. The first Labor Day was celebrated in New York City. The Central Labor Union organized the event, which included a parade and festivities for workers and their families. It became a federal holiday in 1894. After spreading to other industrial centers, Labor Day was declared a federal holiday by President Grover Cleveland. The juice, partly as reconciliation gesture following the Pullman strike. It's always celebrated on the first Monday of September. It marks the unofficial end of summer and is often celebrated with picnics, barbecues, and outdoor activities. The day serves to honor American labor movement and the contributions that workers have made to the prosperity laws and well-being of the country. Over the years, though, it's lost its significance and the holiday has lost its original purpose and is often viewed as just another day off or the end of summer. It's also not universal. While it's a federal holiday in the U.S., not all workers get the day off particularly those in essential services. Fun fact, holidays working at the post office were the worst days because you work the day before, usually, unless it's like a Monday, so you have that Sunday off. But then the mail was all backed up. So all the mail that was, because the truck drivers are still driving, like the mail processing plants, all that shit is still going on. So then you just get a shitload of mail that first day back, and then you're backed up and you're working more than you should. So I always hated holidays working in the post office. Yeah, it was great to have the day off, but you were just looking, you were catching all that shit was coming at you. It was like a wave, you know, and the holiday was like the water receding and then a tidal wave hitting you the next day. So I wasn't always a fan of them. But in the Air Force, we have the day off. Not every time. This is actually the first year I'm going to have where I have all the holidays off, all the weekends off, because the last six years or six and a half years, I I was doing weather and it was 24-7 operations. So stuck doing work on holidays, never had the fun holidays off. And it didn't help that I didn't have a family or anything. So I was always the single guy that can cover all the shitty shifts, which sucked ass. But moving to a lighter note, I wouldn't even say it's a lighter note, but we have this fetish with, I don't know what it is really, but it's always the people that get scammed or get left out in the cold. Not like poor people, but the rich people that this happens to. So if you haven't heard the news, Burning Man, it rained in the middle of the desert. And what happens is when it rains in the desert, all that used to be a big ass lake where they hold, where they Burning Man is held. It's held in the Black Rock Desert in Nevada, Nevada, not Nevada, Nevada. It culminates with the burning of a large wooden effigy. It goes back to 1986. It's a big ass festival, music festival, right? And at first it started off as like an art, music, kind of like the West Coast version of Woodstock, that type of shit, you know? And then over the years, it's slowly morphed into influencers and sponsors going and rich people going, but not like, I mean, celebrities do go to it. Like Chris Rock was there this year. Big name bands go. Like if you go to Burning Man, like you're going to be well known. They don't just, it's not just any idiot with a microphone gets up there. It's expensive as fuck. It used to never be as expensive as it is now. You have to get campers and supplies and you have to travel there and drive into the middle of this fucking desert, right? And so you're usually well off. The people that go to this are affluent. They're not, uh, it's not the poor people going. So what happened was the, uh, it decided to rain in the desert. And when it rains in the desert, since the desert was mostly water a million years ago or however long, the ground isn't soil the same way it is here in the East Coast. You know, it's not dirt. It's 
this like moon dust type of shit that when it gets wet, it turns into clay, right? And there's a special word for it. They call it uh, the playa. And when this playa gets wet, it turns into a sludgy wasteland. And what happened was they can't let anybody in or out because if you try to drive, you just sink because this stuff isn't even, it's not even like clay. It's thicker than that. It's like Play-Doh. So you drive in it and it clumps up on one another. It sticks to you and it doesn't, you can't get it off. You have to really like spray this shit off hard, like power wash it off. So they closed the roads in and out and they canceled the festival. So these people are stuck there, basically. There's no way in or out except for like a one road in, one road out type of thing. You're in the middle of the fucking desert, right? So these morons that go out there, bless their hearts, are stuck in their little campgrounds. And they've been uploading pictures to TikTok and stories and news crews can't get in. They can't do anything about it. Like you're, once you're there, you're there. And the rain and all this shit has persisted. So every day it's like it rains, floods, it dries out for like a day. But it, for every hour it rains, it needs two hours after it stops to dry out so like it rained for like 14 hours the first day so they were 36 hours or some shit 38 hours they had to wait before they can even think about doing anything and then it rained again and then again and again so all this stuff keeps happening right and these people are stuck out there paying way too much money for campers supplies tickets to this thing and obviously they're stuck but when this shit gets wet a problem arises and it's a problem that I've heard from my vet, Brady's vet, actually, where bacteria builds up in the dirt because people piss and shit on the floor in these places. And bacteria that just lives in the dirt mixes with it and it forms what's called leptospirosis. So lepto is something that dogs can get vaccinated for. Certain animals can. Humans cannot. You can't get a vaccine for leptospirosis, right? And it's a bacterial infection. You get fever, chills, headache, muscle aches, vomiting, jaundice, which is when your skin turns yellow and your eyes turn yellow. You get red eyes, abdominal pain. Pretty much, you know you're sick at this point. And you also get a skin rash with diarrhea and respiratory respiratory symptoms, usually similar similar to a cough or a hacking cough. And it sucks ass. Uh, they've They've interviewed people that have had it. And of course, TikTok has its theory that it's not even lepto. It's worse than that. They're, but they're isolating these people from spreading lepto around because it is contagious. So these people are stuck in there. They're walking on the shit mud. The porter potties are overflowing. It's raining. So all this water that's on the ground is spreading out again. And people are getting trench foot or lepto foot, they call it, playa foot as well. But it's basically when your feet get wet with this shit and you have any kind of open wound or you get it in your mouth, you're going to get lepto. But the problem with lepto is that it takes a little bit to show some symptoms. So you think you might be good, right? And if you're stuck in the middle of the desert and you're fucking rationing at this point, you are fucked, basically. Because the symptoms don't appear for two, in between two and 30 days once you're exposed to either water or soil or direct contact with animals that are carrying it. But that's not really the case out there. At first, you have severe symptoms and then milder symptoms. So they kind of range a little bit. But if you get it really bad and you don't get it treated, you could have liver failure or full-on meningitis. So it sucks ass. And the only way to detect it is through a blood test, which tests for the antibodies. However, the t- when they do test for it, you have to actually have it enough where it picks up in your blood. So imagine now you're stuck in this desert, right? You start feeling sick. You're like, I don't know. I it might be the might be the weather. It might just be we're not eating enough because we're rationing. Could be all this stuff. You find out you're fucking lepto. Then you got to walk through this mud. Mind you, you're still sick. 
because the, they can't drive carts or anything through this because, it, like I said, you get stuck. So now you have to trek across to a medical tent where they're not ready to deal with Lepto. They're, you know, they're first aid people. There's probably a good amount of EMTs and stuff because I think there's, a I don't know, 100,000 people. I doubt that's that many, but there's a lot of people that are there. So they probably have a good amount of medical workers, but they're not prepared to handle Lepto. You know, they're prepared to handle overheating and dehydration, overall sickness, alcohol poisoning, maybe even food poisoning, but not Lepto. You know, they're not ready for this. So you can get blood tested for it, but it has to go out to a lab, come back, but they can pretty much prescribe or diagnose you with it just from your symptoms alone. But once you have it, it doesn't really go away unless it's treated. And if your body has a bad reaction to it, if you have a shit immune system, you can actually develop like serious problems from this. So that's the problem that's going on out there right now is that these people are stuck out there. And I don't mean to smile and laugh, but it's like I said in the beginning, like we have a fetish for this kind of thing. We're like the fire festival. Like we laughed at all the people that got stranded in the Bahamas, even though being stranded in the Bahamas is a nightmare. It's still funny when it happens to these idiots because they post all over Instagram, like the influencers that are sponsoring all this shit post all over Instagram. Like, you know, I'm at Burning Man or I'm at Fire Festival. I'm at Woodstock. I'm at all these things. And then it goes south. And then you hear they're on Instagram bitching or they're not on Instagram anymore for a while because reality kicks in. Because social media, as we all know, it's only the projection you're putting out of yourself. No one really puts their true self on social media. You either put only pictures that you look good, like my good angle, or you put something that's really fucking serious, like suicide or something, because you want all the attention. It's just attention grabbing at the end of the at the end of the day, end of the day. So when shit, bad, when bad shit happens to these people, we all tend to laugh and we just kind of like, well, you kind of deserved it. But like, I don't think anyone deserves going out and getting stuck in the desert with minimal amounts of food. They're rationing and now they have to deal with lepto. But it's just one of those things like you're like, well. <laughs> Do I really feel that bad? If you had the time and money to go sit out in the desert for a week and watch a wooden fucking structure burn while music was playing, like, yeah, that sounds awesome. But if you get stuck out there and you end up getting sick because of lepto, just because of rain, it wasn't like there was an attack or like, you know, a mass shooting or something happened and they're stuck. Like, it just rained. You know, it's a simple, hey, it fucking rained and it happens. And then like, it just ruins the entire time. That shit's kind of funny. I think it's kind of funny, but I do feel bad for the people that are out there. And it sucks when you're sick. Like when you're, if I'm sick and I'm just home, at least I'm home and I can like watch a movie, pass out my bed, play video games. You know what I mean? Like I'm sick, but at least I'm home. Imagine being sick and you're stuck in the middle of nowhere and you have to walk to a medical tent and they're not prepared to deal with this shit. And they're like, yeah, you can't leave by the way. Like you're stuck. So I've seen videos of people that are, their trucks are just buried in this playa because they think they can drive through it. Oh, I have a four wheel drive. You have a Jeep Rubicon, dude. Shut the fuck up. But anyway, we're going to move past something a little lighter, a little more mood changing, because I did go home, like I said, to draft my fantasy team, which for those of you that don't know, and I definitely said this last week, the worst conversation you can have at any point ever is fantasy football with people that aren't in your league. So I'm not going to bore you with my team roster or anything like that, because A, unless you're in the league, unless you're in my league, none of this is really going to matter to you at all. The people that are listening in my league, which I did get a lot of feedback from everyone that was at a fantasy draft, that they all listen, they think it's great, they see it on TikTok, or they actually listen to the Spotify episodes. So shout out to them. This is mostly going to be a boring conversation. Because I'm going to go over what happened. So the draft is supposed to start at, I think, 8 o'clock. 
8 p.m., right? I get home at like 2, you know, a couple drinks start flowing here and there. Next thing you know, it's 6, and I'm like, oh, I'm a little fucked up. Probably shouldn't draft. And of course, people are late coming to the draft, and by the time it gets started, it's 9. You know, it's late. I'm like, damn, I'm pretty fucked up. I can't find the fucking sheet I had. I ended up picking Aaron Rodgers number in my first round, picking number eight overall. Second round was a keeper, Tyreek Hill. And then from there, just went it went down the list of like, oh shit, I'm picking again. And it came a point, it was like the fifth round. I'm like, oh, we still have like fucking 10 rounds left. And I was like stressed out the entire time. But, and this is the most important part. And I want everyone, I want everyone to pay attention, turn the volume up, push your earphones in a little bit more. Uncle Mike is winning this league, all right? And we're doing it for you guys. We're not here to fuck around this year. Lone Moon is taking it to the top. So I don't want to hear anybody in the comments saying your team sucks. What are you, an idiot? I'm going to beat you, yada, yada, yada. I might go undefeated this entire year. I might even lose a game or two. But you know what's going to be funny is when I'm in the finals, I'm going to have my third championship in about 11 years. So we are sitting at 22 minutes right now. We're going to wrap this up, but we do have my lock of the week because every week, like I said last Thursday or last Wednesday, we're going to do a, we're going to gamble a little bit. We're going to make it a little interesting in here. Entertainment porpoises only. And we're going to have some fun. We're going to put some cheddar on the table, you know, a nice charcuterie board of green and we're going to have a fucking pick. So we're not sponsored by DraftKings. However, it would be nice if we were, and I would have a discount code for you. But what I can do is, if you follow me on Twitch or YouTube, I can drop my referral link in there. You can click on that, set up your account. We both get $100, and we can gamble, baby, because we're back. So this week, lock of the week. I can't even say it's a lock because I'm not picking one singular team. It's a little parlay I'm going to put in. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase both having over 50 yards in week one. You can lock that baby in, take it to the bank. That's a moonshot if I ever heard one. So we're going to place that now. And like I just said, you can follow me on Twitch, YouTube, my Substack. I'll have my referral link on there. Click on that. We both get a free hundred dollars to play. We can gamble on this shit, make it interesting, and we can go from there. So with all that being said, we're going to hit the road. We're going to get out of here. We're going to put this baby out on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm going to be streaming Starfield tonight like I did last night. I appreciate everyone coming in, subscribing, doing your thing. So I'm going to let everyone go, edit this down, and let it rip.